done it. Now Caruso runs a break. Caldwell Pope goes to the wing here. Play at the defensive end, got blown by back. Oh, yes! Hook jam! Hard step back, puts up the three, got hit, shot's good! And one! What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Y'all know what this is. There's no need for all that, that that talk, that small talk. Y'all know what this is. It's Trey Ball. And I'm here, Kendall K. Howard, with your boy. Hey, what's poppin'? It's your boy, G. Buckets, Bucket Patrol. <laughs> call me George. Call me the winner of the debate. You call it whatever you would like. We call it Dubs. <laughs> I'm man of many names. And Bucket ain't for basketball, y'all. It's for the chum bucket. Chum book. <laughs> <laughs> you're done or you're done. <laughs> Look like George is ready to get into the topics, man. So we ain't gonna waste no time. You know how we do it. Let's get straight to it. George, what you guys say about these Brooklyn Nets, man? Because I remember, I'm gonna pull up the clip. I remember you was talking so much shit with J- James Harden. There's not enough balls on the team. James Harden ain't gonna be able to defer. James Harden ain't gonna be able to do this. Kyrie too ball nominated. Kyrie do this. I do Kevin Durant ain't gonna do double the Talking all that jazz. And as we see, the Nets on this road trip they went on, a monstrous road trip where they just ran through the Clippers recently. They're playing the Kings right now. I didn't even play the Kings again uh, during the trip, and they already beat them. They beat the Warriors. They beat your Lakers, granted, without Anthony Davis. Granted, I'll give you that. And, and Schroeder. And Schroeder. And Schroeder, I guess. But didn't they, didn't they play each other in Brooklyn already, though? And didn't the Brooklyn- No, no, that was the first game. Nope, that was the first game. That's the first time they played. It's the first time they play at least with James Harden. Definitive. Yeah, that might have been the case. And man, they extend their win streak. They're on a six game win streak right now, making them right now 12 and four versus teams over 500 or better. The best in the league. Now, granted, ain't no granted. On this run alone, Kevin Durant has not played all the games. So the Clippers lost to just James Harden and Kyrie Irving and the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. This is looking very good. Very offensively, you know, powerful. They going to make you outscore them, which, as we could expect with Steve Nash. They can't do nothing else. They they get they getting better defensively. They are getting better defensively, I would say. But they don't, like, as people have been talking, and it's it's true. Like, you don't need to be the best defensive team to win. The, like, they don't need to be top. They only need to be top 10. The Warriors with Kevin Rand in the 2017-2018 season, I think, was actually ranked 11th in defense. In defense. So we know that's that. That's top 10. They did the spot out. But as close to the top 10 than, it is, than y'all are going to be. That's what I'm going to say. Hey, don't say y'all. No, this guy on black and white don't mean I'm a Nets fan right now. I, you know, I'm a Pacers fan. But... I just, I just like, I just like to call it how it is, cause I knew James Harden being there was gonna be too much of a problem. That's why I'm supposed to. That when the Lakers, you never call them how they is, but that's fine. Dude, it's your show. Hey. It's your show. You can do what you want. You can do what you want, King. I ain't gonna stop you. Anyways, you anyways, James Harden, who many have been saying. He's too ball dominant. He won't share the ball, which was which never really made any sense because people neglect the fact that if James Harden haven't been averaging over eight assists for the past what five years, six maybe. 
He's been averaging. Yeah. He's he's leading the league right now in assists. And there's been even multiple years we averaged ten assists or eleven. So mm-hmm. right led now, the league in assists a couple times. I, I don't even know where they know she came from. So for him to come to this team and to revert to more of a playmaker role to you know showcase his passing skills a little bit better and you know Kyrie just playing more smoothly, you know, if that's, that's, you know, that's in proper English right there, more smoothly, but you know what I mean. And Kevin Durant, who's in and out, you know, whether it be with him getting pulled for COVID or his injury right now, he's coming in, coming off Achilles, you know, averaging 30, coming off the Achilles injury on playing about 35 minutes a game. What, what Who's going to stop these guys? Who's going to stop these guys? At least in the East. In the West, you can I mean, say... In the East- yeah, in the East, I can't really find anybody right now. The Bucks have been piss poor, honestly, so far. Oh, man, um, I think I think the Sixers could give y'all some problems because obviously Joel Embiid. Like, what are you gonna do? You gonna put Joe Harris on him? You gonna put DeAndre washed up DeAndre Jordan on him? Nah. But uh, at this point, like y'all gonna watch the East. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie. Them boys is gonna get swept. Them boys is gonna get swept. <laughs> now. I will say we'll make them a scarier team, and I'm hoping for this. I don't tweet this out before. I hope Drummond gets to the Nets some way or form. Oh, God. They buy, they, no. the, the, the Cavs have been talking about buying out his contract, and Vion season just right around the corner, Bucket Man. And you know where he's going to go. You know where he's going to go. You know they need a big man. Back to Detroit. You love like, like hell he won't. He's going to take his talent to Brooklyn, man. <laughs> <laughs> You ready? Are you ready? They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, King James. But you look, I ain't going to torture you no more. I just had to start off the show just talking about that, man, because I'm loving what I'm seeing from them guys. You know, as a very you, – you can't even be mad, George. As a basketball fan, you have to enjoy what you're seeing from these guys. Are you oh, not? no, I love it. Oh, no, I'm not going to lie. I was watching them play against the Lakers, and the thing is, that's what makes it even scarier is because Kyrie did not have that good of a game. And James Harden was solid, but he didn't have one of his like 40, 15, and 10 type of games. He's still pretty tall. He had like he had like 20, 20 and 12. So I mean, like still a good game, but KD didn't play. What's scary, the scariest thing about the Mets is that these guys, they space the floor so well and they have so many playmakers and they have so many guys they can just kick it to, like TLC and Joe Harris were lighting us. Oh my gosh. I think up to that point they had hit 23s. And like so three games before that, too, that Bruce Brown, Andrew Shaman, Jeff Green, Green who's Jeff playing Green. Will. And Jeff Green, oh, my God. When they play that small ball with Jeff Green, the five, Marcus Allo, like he literally just wanted to wait the white flag. I don't even know why they were playing him at that point. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I'm just sick. I, I don't even want to talk about it no more. It's all like, right. Like, is it six? Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll see where that goes. So, you know, you mentioned the guy. Well, you mentioned his team. Uh, yep. I know I know. as the season started, we talked about your boy LeBron being MVP candidate. But uh, that's a guy who's about, I think he's about, like, what, 7'1", 7'2". He, uh, from Cameroon. He resides right now in the city of Birdie Love. He wears a wears a blue uniform with the stars on it. Uh, plays yeah, with. Be simple for Rihanna. He, yeah, he's he's he plays he plays with the Chris Brown of the NBA. Uh, talking about uh the guy, Joel Embiid. He right now to me is the league MVP. Let's break this down. So Joel Embiid is after some numbers. Thirty point three points per game. Okay. 11.3 rebounds. Talk to me dirty. 
1.3 steals, 1.4 blocks, shooting 54% from the field. Oh, and you know, we, we know Joel B. He is a good dominant big man. But he stretched it out, too, because he shooting 40% from the three. <laughs> Best record in the East. Go. I don't know what else you want me to say. What, like, how how else is this man not your MVP? What really sold it for me, and I'll let you get to it, what really sold me this game, I mean, what really sold me about Joel Embiid being the MVP was a game against Chicago on Friday. He put up 50. Man, when I tell you, <laughs> and now granted, <laughs> he's, going against, he's going against Wendell Carter. And Wendell Carter ain't no slouch, though. Wendell, they, Wendell they Carter's not. a decent game, though. He's a decent game. Lori couldn't defend nobody. I ain't going to give Lori no credit on the defensive end. But Wendell's solid. Wendell is, but Wendell's young. And Joel, you know, he, he got that body. He got that frame. He got that oh, footwork. Shit. And the, the way he was playing, Wendell, Kendall, Spindle, Kendall, like <laughs> Joel and Ford. <laughs> Anytime. Man, when I tell you, Joel made it look so easy, bro. It The footwork was just impeccable. And what I'm seeing from him, and I heard people was talking about this too, and I think, you know, we contributed to Doc Rivers to being the good coach and being the type of motivator he is. He's playing like he's just he's more confident. He knows who he is. You know, he's being more consistent now. You know, he'll get hurt every now and then. Uh, I was kind of saying when he was hurt for the pace game I went to that he didn't play because I want to see him in action myself. But he's just playing with such, you know, just such might. He's playing better. He's playing confident. He just He's, he's playing aggressively. He's aggressive. he's taking the ball. He's getting on the block, and he's doing something with it quick. His moves are so much more concise. He's quick to make a move. He's he makes the pass too when the double comes. Uh, and now they got Seth, now they got Seth Curry. Oh my God, the Euros oh, from the three point line. He's there. Boom, boom, boom. smooth. Like how you seven, like, like how you seven two doing that? You, that's a those are guard activities. And he's not even like a, a like a KD seven foot. He's a oh, big seven foot two. He's a big strong seven foot doing that. So that's that, that's not fair. You're not supposed to be able to do all that. But he's just decisive. And also, and the thing is, Joel has always shot threes. They just never went in. But now he's making them too. If he could give. Five percent of his threes, the Ben Simmons, I would say they could beat the, the Brooklyn Nets. If he could just carve off five percent right here and give it to Ben, they would be good. But still, I like the Nets as a team. But as a player for MVP, especially because this poor streak the Lakers had, because they just lost another game to uh to the Kings, I believe, right? So they lost to Ooh, they lost to the Wizards. They lost to the Wizards. Like, to the Wiz- oh, bro, and blew a blew who's a on a six, who's on the win streak of too. themselves right now. <laughs> But and they blew twenty point lead too. Oh and overtime, and overtime. Oh my gosh! So at least right now, because LeBron's not playing so well without AD, I gotta give it to Joel. Now, one thing I will disagree with you on, because you're talking about LeBron not being MVP because his numbers. That is blasphemous. I'm gonna say that right now. Okay, let's. Okay, you want to bring it up? I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about his numbers because LeBron right now, currently as he sits, he's averaging twenty five point eight points. 8.2 rebounds, 8.1 assists. Now, I know there's a guy who I just watched. Me and you literally just watched before this show started as we were recording this on Tuesday night, who's averaging better numbers than this. Now, okay. granted, his, his record, the record for the team, we're talking about Luka Doncic. Now, granted, their record's not as high, but as I stated before the show started, as they're right now sitting, what, six wins out of the last eight games with this victory they mm-hmm. sent out of Boston, if mm-hmm. we turn around in the second half of the season – I think he etches out LeBron from second place of MVP candidate. But are we just talking about just numbers? Like, is the MVP all, only about numbers, though? Okay. Now, Steve Nash fan, is it? It's not. 
But here's okay, what I so what here's, here's what I would say. Now LeBron, because coming into the season, LeBron was the front runner for MVP. Right now, I would say that's attributed to the fact of LeBron. We heard him when he won the championship. He said, "You know, everybody wants their respect, and damn it, I want my respect too." Because he was talking about, and he had a case before the before the pandemic took place. Definitely had a case. He was before the pandemic took place. He was definitely going into MVP mode. Where Giannis had it for the most of the season during that last two months before they went to the before they went to the pandemic. LeBron was really playing like the MVP, so he could have won it if the, if the season mm-hmm. went on without a hitch. He could have won it last year, but this mm-hmm. year. Because he's on the best team, is that is that why we giving it? Because of his age, is that why we getting it? Like, what what are the factors that we contributed to making MVP? Really, like I understand his greatness. Like we're not, I'm never gonna take away his greatness. But for this year, because compared, like we know his numbers was better last year. He led the league in assists last year. His numbers were right. last year. But this year, it's like, what what do we really? This is really average LeBron numbers. Really look at it. This is average. But we're not okay. But see, you're thinking about it relative to LeBron. You can't do that. You got to do it relative to the field. Twenty six. But eight, okay, eight. to those the are, season. Luca, Luca got better numbers than that. There's plenty of guys averaging okay, more points okay, than twenty five okay, okay. right now. So where's Jokic at? Ain't Jokic putting up like twenty ten and ten right now? Where's he at? Why is he I, number, Why is he on here? I gotta pull it. Let me pull the numbers up now. You, cause I ain't pull it. I forgot about Jokic a little bit because this team ain't doing. Because he's basically averaging. He's basically averaging a triple double. Okay. Trey Young just didn't make the All Star team, and he was putting up twenty seven, five, and, and nine. So is it about numbers or is it about the team? Is it about the collective? Nah, it's, let me tell. You. Let's see. So Jokic right now is averaging more points. He's averaging twenty seven points, eleven okay. rebounds, okay, and eight point five assists. So yes, he's better than oh. him too. So it's only about numbers then. So Westbrook should win it every year then because he averaged a triple double, right? I'm not it was saying only about numbers. Should. But you're okay. saying it's about numbers then because you're talking give, about numbers. Give me the case of LeBron. Give me the case. The Lakers are up to this point anyway. They had losing streaks, they fell a little bit. But up to this point, outside of Utah, they're the best team in the league, record wise. Then on top really, they were now, now they just had a they just had a losing streak. Before that, they were the best team outside of Utah, record wise. 26, 8 and 8. Best player on that team. The MVP, if we just look at it historically, it goes to the player with this with the narrative, eight year 18. It goes to the player with good stats. I don't care what you say. 26, 8, and 8. Like your favorite player ain't putting up 26, 8, and 8. Like, come on now. You were talking about Kawhi, Kawhi, MVPG. Are they putting up 26, 8, and 8? No. But you would say, but you were you were talking about them. So what's the difference now? Okay. I'm talking about Joel now. You ain't arguing about Joel. Okay, okay, then. okay then. I'm not arguing. <laughs> no, I'm not arguing about Joel. I said right now I would pick Joel. I'm just saying you sitting here acting like those numbers are pedestrian. Like, come on now. Come on now. Like, let's they really not. be look, let's really, let's really look at it. Let's really dive into this and talk about the players in the league who are putting up those numbers. Joe Gitch, LeBron, Luca, Westbrook. Now Westbrook ain't averaging that many points. Westbrook averaging like 22, 23 points. So Come on now, let's stop. Okay, it. let's stop it. Now stop I'm it. not necessarily just trying to discredit him and just completely put him out the race, but I'm just talking about from the praise and the level which everybody wants to put him on now because they feel so wrong about not making MVP last year. Now they won't start the season off saying LeBron is MVP this year, and they won't start like you. Come on, let's be honest. The narrative going to the He's season. Playing good though. But is he compared to all these other people? So listen, 26, 8, and 8 on the three seed of listen, the West. That's not good. Listen, listen, listen. That's not good. So for the previous years that LeBron okay. James has had these numbers or even better, okay. where he was number one team in the East, we didn't okay. like we was going, we was given the title 
always giving the award to people who have better numbers and better. I'm not gonna say because eh, the the 760 mixed some games. I looked at their record. Uh, they 20. I was just voters. That was just voters fatigue at that point, bro. Like, okay, James Harden put up historic numbers. They gave to him. Okay, Westbrook put up historic numbers. They gave to him. Okay, Steph had a historic season in 2016. I gave it to him. Two Katie times. had a historic two time, two time, two time. I would argue shouldn't have been two time. I would have gave it to James Harden another year, but that's fine. The second year. Whatever. No first. Oh no. I'm about to say the second year. Oh. Come on now. You won't even be on this show if I thought that. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. No. That's debatably one of the best MVP seasons of all time. Never. I'll never say that. The first, year, the, first okay. the first year. The first year. The second the first year. year. Hell no. Come on, bro. Why would you even come to me like that? I should slap you. But no. Nah. But on a serious note, though, like he's playing phenomenal basketball. He's 26, 8, and 8. If it, literally, he put up a stat test. At age, at age thirty six, you put a blind. So you you literally put a blind stats test with him and most of the players in the league, with record included. He would be your number two, because Luca out of the playoffs, Nuggets bottom of the playoffs, Donovan Mitchell on the number one seed in the West. He ain't putting up those kind of numbers. Kawhi and PG ain't putting up those kind of numbers. Fourteen now. Now you want to talk about narratives? His team right now. You don't have CJ McCollum. You don't have Nurkic. You don't have Zach Collins. Blazers sitting right now, number, I think number four, number five right now in the West. And they have the averaging mm-hmm. damn near 30 points this year. Mm-hmm. So, well, is he in that mm-hmm. conversation too? You want to talk about narratives? Uh, I can't. I can't do it. I being can't do being it, the though. main sole guy of, like, the offense of that team. I mean, because he's playing, he's playing with Derrick Jones Jr., Melo. Uh, I can't really. Ronnie Hood. I, I can't. I can't really. Yeah, that's some good guys, but we know the office is going through Dame Lillard. I can't really give it to a guy who's not on a contender. Like unless you're having a historic, historic season, I can't give it to a non-contender. The only reason Westbrook got it was because he averaged a triple double, and then he's averaged two since then, and hasn't won it again because it has to be something historic we've never seen before. So, no, I, I love Dame. I love Dame. I thought he should have been all. Just, put, start, I, just so put him I mean, in a conversation. No. That's what I'm saying. Just put him in a conversation. Is he in that? I mean, bunch? what's conversation though? Like top five, top ten, top. He's not top, top five. He's not top. He's top three. He's, he's top, top three. five. He's top five. I think he'd be top five. He don't. You got him, LeBron, Joel, Jokic. I'm telling you, Luca's gonna get in. Luca, you might, you might, you might be able to throw in okay, KD okay. really if you want to, because okay, KD died okay. for 30 points. Come okay, up with Achilles. So we'll talk about narratives. They going, they the second in the East right now. I'm throwing that narrative. He's with, bro, he's playing with James Harden, Kyrie. I'm not giving him. He was credit. averaging 30 before they even came. But that's all right. Okay, that's press KD. He rolls out of bed with 28. I ain't impressed by that shit. At the end of the day, he's playing with, he's playing with two. All he's playing with MVP. And a perennial all star. So and they LeBron, were really so LeBron numbers don't mean nothing because he's playing with AD. AD has been playing piss poor this season, according to you. You would. What about last year? Team. What about last year? We was talking about LeBron should get it. He's okay. playing with AD. AD's numbers was looking great last year. If you tell me, they were looking, they were looking quite phenomenal. They were yeah, looking I quite did. Phenomenal. Yeah, you can't. Yes, this is what I'm talking about, but y'all. One, the Lakers no, propaganda. It's, it's showing. It's showing, bro. Okay, as one, as one, you got two. You got one. Man, got one. He got look at okay. Kevin Durant's the highest scorer on the no, team. No, 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 no. Because you said last year, oh, LeBron, he's playing with AD and a whole bunch of bumps. It's only the band of misfits and one good guy with the unibrow. And all okay, that's what that's what you said. That's not what I said. That's what you said. But KD has an MVP, perennial All Star, right. solid role players. Uh, ain't that ain't that more than what King than King James had? And in a week of conference. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, okay. 
I will end this saying this. LeBron can prove me wrong. Is we on we going we like what a little bit closer to the half point of the season as we're approaching All Star break. Um, LeBron will. can prove me wrong. So, how, but how he proved me wrong can be if you know how he handles himself with AD being gone. You know, so far it hasn't been it hasn't been the best. And we know AD before he got injured, he hasn't been having the best season. So, as he made you know. Hopefully he can turn it around the second half of the season. That he can he will. wrong that way. As I think Big Luka trust. too. Like I said, Luca earlier, he like I said, he just put up out the salt and hit that game winning shot, same spot as he did against Reggie Jackson uh in the playoffs. He can turn around and hop back in the conversation too. But let me ask you another question about LeBron while we're on the topic. I've seen this getting talked to uh a lot lately today. Do you think that LeBron James needs to rest during this time or because LeBron James played every game, every game this season so far. And, you know, with AD being now, obviously he is the main focal point of that team. We know he's at age 36. And we know that LeBron goes into zero dark 30 mode, as he calls it, when he gets to the playoffs. Do you think that LeBron should low manage this year because he's also tied. He's like in one and like he averages the most minutes this year, too. So, what do you think about that? What do you think LeBron should do right now? Should he rest himself or should he stay on the pace that he's going right now? LeBron knows this better, better than I do. So, to me, I mean, if LeBron thinks he can play every game, let LeBron play every game. I know one a lot of things that people would critique him on was always about, oh, well, you know, Jordan played 82, Jordan played this. Like, these players are soft. They just miss games even when they're not injured. But then when somebody plays all the games, oh, well, he's stat patterned. He needs to rest. He needs to do this. Like, most of the time I'll skip Bayless. He just annoys me with that because he just switches his mind. He changes his mind on every single thing that's LeBron-based just because he don't want to say, oh, LeBron, that makes sense. He just – it would kill him inside. I'm curious what his career is going to be like when LeBron retires. But regardless of that, I ain't got no problem with it. LeBron knows his body. LeBron been doing this for a long time. If LeBron knows that he can't play the game, he's going to sit. And if he can, he, he'll play. So I ain't worried about it. Yeah. I, I – you know – if he's been able to go so far so long, because LeBron, besides that groin injury he had when he first came to the Lakers, he hasn't really had any significant injuries for real in his career. So, barring that anything happens, I'm gonna knock on wood for this guy. You know, barring that anything happens to him going in the future, I, I think he should keep it up. You know, if he if he knows it, because he talked about it too, where he says he feels like he's not really tired. He said he gets his rest, you know, when the game is over with. So, if he he knows his body best, just like you said. So it's up to him. I think, you know, maybe, the, like you said, the media is, trying, is creating this narrative now. Because like you said, when he doesn't, when he low manages, we get we get on him. But when he doesn't, they get on him too. So it's interesting to see. But let's talk about another person who has been, people been not, not too many people, but some people who has been, you know, trolling him, getting on him. Uh, he plays for my team. You know, we don't talk about my team on here that much. The Pacers. Uh, my guy, Miles Turner. Uh, so recently... Uh, after a loss the Pacers had against the Bulls on February 15th, a fan requested $100 from Turner on Venmo. Don't know how he found them. Blaming him for the loss. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that works. People, people are weird these days. Um, Turner then sent back a penny to this guy after the third try of him reaching out, saying that here's a penny for your thoughts. So the fan, of course, <laughs> baiting him, you know, posted it on Twitter, thus posting Miles Turner's Venmo. And after that, people start sending money into, you know, to Miles Turner. You know, he said got to the point where it was like $235 and he came up with an idea to, you know, start a fundraiser with it. So he matched people's money and people 
start sending in more money. And what started off as an initial troll turned to a good story. Um, even after that, the MBPA came in to match the donations as well. And the donation for this fundraiser is going to families affected by the winter storm in Texas. As we know, uh, Miles Turner is a former uh, UT Longhorn player, and he is from the state of Texas himself. So this is a good thing, George. What do you think about this, especially given that you are in the UT area, in the Texas area yourself? I am a Texan, Austin, Texas boy. Well, not really a Kentucky boy, but I migrated here a couple months ago and I feel like I'm part of the family now. But yeah, considering how bad it was, I didn't have power for five days, no heat, no electric, no nothing. Water was dirty, so we really weren't supposed to. I was thirsty, so I drank it anyway, honestly. But we weren't supposed to drink the water for like a week. So it, it was bad. And I think, obviously, somebody trolling him. For one, I think that's funny, sending a penny for your thoughts. That's exactly some shit that I would do. So I'm here for it. <laughs> but especially turn that into a good cause and donating to a need that is very much necessary because Texas, I know people outside of Texas are trolling, like, oh, well, they get one inch of snow and it's all literally like Armageddon down there. But now, nah, as somebody who was living down here, it was bad. And mostly it's because of the infrastructure. Like Texas isn't built to be able to deal with ice and snow on that level that consistently over multiple days. Plus it being cold and it froze, it freezes over and a new layer comes on top of that and that freezes over. They don't really have salt. They really don't have plows. They weren't really prepared. So you mix all those things together, you get a pretty shitty situation. So good to see that he was able to turn something that otherwise would have just been like a funny troll type of trolling story on Twitter into something meaningful. So I'm a fan of Miles Turner, not a fan of the Pacers. Cause I just like hating on your, your team. One of they have one of the 29 that you root for, except for the Lakers. So <laughs> uh, I appreciate it though. Hopefully I know that money's going to a good cause. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. What did these fans think is going to do? By sending him the money, like how what kind of, what, what kind of troll is that to send an NBA player money? What, what what kind of troll is that? I don't know what. Like, look, people are weird with NBA players. People are weird with rich people and NBA players because literally, rich people who don't need the money will say some stuff like, "Oh, can y'all send me blah blah blah," and then people do it. Like, I don't know if you look at NBA Top Shot. One day we should talk about NBA Top Shot here, by the way, because it's very fascinating. But on NBA Top Shot, Josh Hart was streaming on Twitch or something like that. And he was looking at his packs because there's moments of Josh Hart played. He's like, oh, I can't even get my own packs or something like that. And people were, because you can gift them, you can send them to people. And people were literally giving this man his own moments. When Josh Hart ain't hurt for cash, he could definitely buy his own. <laughs> and then this man went around and flipped his own with the ones they give, they gifted to him. So, I mean, hey, that's savvy business. Like, do you, King? But come on now, why y'all? Why y'all simping for this man? Let him buy his own shit. He's making millions of dollars to play a bass to, to play a, a, a child's game, basically. Come now, on. if I remember, Josh Hart probably he's I think he's still on his rookie deal, so he ain't getting paid as much money as you think, bro. He's still getting paid mills, and he's Josh not even with them California taxes anymore. Yeah, he's he's making some cash. He ain't hurting bad. He's not on he's not on EBT. I'm gonna tell you that. I he ain't on that. EBT. He ain't on EBT. He's more, I bet you he's making more than the people who gave it to him. Most likely. I'll put that. But, I mean, that back to the story, it was, at least it turned to something good, you know. We like to see when NBA players, you know, being as generous as they are uh, to give back to the communities. And, you know, it has meant a lot to Miles Turner being from the state of Texas and having family and friends has been affected by this. And, you know, you giving your story of what's going on down there, which mm. now I heard it's like 77 degrees back down there and it's back to normal. Oh, yeah, it's back to normal now. It's, it's It was 70 today, like it, it, Texas is weird. It's like it was just like one week that for some reason 
Austin turned into Anchorage, Alaska, and then it went right back. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I don't care because it's warm again. I ain't going to ask no questions. I lived. I got a story to tell my kids about how I walked uphill both ways in like three miles of snow. So now I got my story. I can tell them like all the, all the adults do from the 60s and shit. So I'm good. It's whatever. <laughs> Climate change, people. It's real. We, 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 it's not a politics show. But anyway, let's go to uh, let's keep it in Texas. Uh, but maybe not. We This guy is getting shipped out of Texas, it seems. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, who has Buddy. been released from the Houston Rockets. Now, this comes after it was a roller coaster of a, of a ride for him last week. It seems like the Houston Rockets guaranteed his contract because he came into the season with a non guarantee $2.3 million contract. Uh, and they guaranteed his contract last week. Then there was rumors servicing around throughout the weekend that the Rockets was going to release him only for Steven Silas, the coach, to come out and deny those reports. But these reports turned out to be true. So, you know, it was kind of mutual, the, the the parting of ways between these two, it seems like. Um, you know, Boogie wants some more minutes. As we know, he's backing up. Christian Wood, but Christian Wood, I think I think he just came back. I don't know. They the Rockets is, they yeah. don't they don't lose their shit right now, so I don't really pay attention to him. Um he was backing him up, but he was playing the minutes when he wasn't there. But he, he obviously wants more minutes. And the Rockets, you know, wanted to, you know, showcase their front court, the young front court even more with Christian Wood, Jay Shante, and Daniel House. Uh Boogie, you know, he playing 25 games for them this year. He's averaging uh, 9.6 points per game, 7.6 rebounds, and 2.4 assists going off 22, well, going off, not 22, 20 minutes a game. With that being said, is is the end of Boogie's career, or will he be able to find a new destination somewhere? I really hope it's not, because DeMarcus Cousins is one of my, I wouldn't say he's one of my favorite players, but I got a ton of nostalgia for him, because I remember the first year I really started watching basketball was 2009. And I remember being a Kentucky boy, that was the first year I really watched college basketball. That's when John Wall and Boogie were playing their rookie, their freshman years at UK. And anybody in Kentucky, like, they were literally be showed. Like, John Wall to this day is still my favorite NCAA player of all time. Because just watching him every game was always a show. And Boogie was, you know, that 1B. It was, like, basically like a Kobe-Shaq type of relationship. I still don't forget him from what he did to uh, Jared <laughs> That elbow he gave. Oh my God. Dirty as hell. Dirty as hell. Dirty as hell. Dirty as hell. The bottom of the dog pile. And he said, What? Man. <laughs> and Jared took that like a man, though. He took it to the chin and went, went kept stepping, though. I don't know if I would have done something. Look at big dude, but But regardless, uh, I, I just think that more than anything, before I even talk about the specific situation, it's just a cautionary tale of how organizations do players. Because you got to think. Like four years ago, Boogie was a max contract level center. And then he got traded to the Pelicans during the All-Star break. Then towards Achilles the next year, never got that deal. Been on minimum contracts his entire, like the last four years and been moving from team to team to team like a journeyman when this man was at one point a perennial All-Star. Like people were saying he's like the best player to have never played in a playoff game up to that point. And now this man can barely even stay on a team for one season. It's just sad, honestly. It's just sad. Um, in terms of what the Rockets are doing, I mean, it makes sense because Christian Wood's been having a great season. Honestly, if he didn't get hurt, I pretty, I'm pretty sure he would have probably been an All-Star this year because he was playing Definitely. great. Definitely. And he's still probably the most improved player. But... It just sucks. It just sucks, honestly. I guess it makes sense. He can come hang with us. Like, if they don't want him, he can come back to L.A. We'll take so, him. I, it's funny you said I saw a report today saying that L.A. doesn't really want him back. So, 
Because we know he, he was on the team with you all last year, but he didn't even get to play, and you all let him go before, you know, he was even healthy to play. So I'm wondering if this is a locker room thing. Because his production, I mean, for 20 minutes, like 10, 8, and 2, that's those are pretty good numbers. He still can play. He can stretch the floor a little, a little bit. He's not really a rim protector, but he's still a big body down there, and he's fairly mobile. So I just wonder, like, is it a locker room thing? Because I haven't really heard anything recently about that. But it seems like every time he goes somewhere, he puts up decent numbers, but nobody wants him to stay, and he's quick to get sent out too. So I don't think it's necessarily that. a locker room thing. I think it's most so of an injury-prone thing. Because as we've seen, yeah. you know, he had his big Achilles injury when he was in New Orleans. You know, they're going through that offseason. Nobody really wanted him. So that's when he signed with the Warriors, which scared everybody. Scared me included. That oh was, was, was when Kevin Durant was we there. the movie, bro. That's when we, we were at the movie theater, too. I remember that, bro. You remember that? We were watching I wasn't I won with you. I was at home. Oh, I told you. Was Zay. This is what oh, I said. Oh, I was with Zay. Oh, my God, bro. We were in the movie theater. He showed me his screen. I literally left the movie to go outside and just, like, sit and ponder, <laughs> like, what mockery of belief this had become. But... <laughs> and it, it wasn't that bad as we saw it. Was it, it was, no, it was bad. It was bad, bro. It was bad. Because you, you, you got to think, literally, up to that point, the Golden State Warriors, the only thing that anybody could say about them is, well, they don't have a big, they don't have a big. And then you got the, at the, at the time, you got the, the number one and number two center in the NBA. Because that point is basically like Joel Embiid and Boogie. Maybe and Jokic was like starting to climb the ranks, but he still wasn't there yet. So it's like, oh, you got the best point guard. You got one of the best shooting guards. You got the you best got, small You got forward. KD. You Maybe. The- Maybe. So- number two. He, he's you. arguably one, arguably. You can argue with yourself. You can argue with yourself. No. So he proved during the top, playoffs. Top two. Top, top two. Top two small forward. Draymond Green's top ten. And then you have the top three center. Oh my gosh. But anyway, regardless of that, it's a tangent. But uh I just feel bad for him more than anything. I, I, I feel like, bad I don't for him to too. Say about it. Because like like I said. It, it, it's more of an injury thing because when he was in Golden State, you know, he was there for a little bit and he even had an injury there. And then after that, you know, they shipped him off and he got signed with the Lakers. And I think what going to the going to the season, he got married. But then that's when he what tore he tore something else. I think he was tore the ACL or something. He had another yeah, injury. He got hurt during um, training camp. Yeah, and he got hurt playing in Vegas. Actually, he, he was just practicing in Vegas. And he got hurt, and that's when he got signed with the Lakers. And then they released him. As we saw, he didn't play much of last season either. But he got signed by the Rockets to go into this season. As he, as he reunited with uh, John Wall, no injury this year. Uh, this time it was. I think this is the only point where I feel like it wasn't an injury decision. More so as it was of a uh, going different ways, fostering young talent. Right, yeah. just just going different ways. So. Uh, wh- if he doesn't, you know, I don't want him to lead the league either because, like you said, I kind of share the same nostalgia of DeMarcus Cousins because he was a very dominant big. And, you know, it's it's yet to be seen if he can get back to that place. You know, I don't I don't think – I ain't going to say I don't think he can. No, I'm going to say I don't think he can. I don't think he can. We ain't going to see the same. I don't think he's not going to go back to, like, 25-12-4 Sacramento nah. King boogie. But I think he could be a solid backup big or a starting big for a team that doesn't really have a big. Like, I feel like – I mean – 10, okay, eight, what team? That's, that's my next bad. thing. What team? What team could you see him on? The Lakers. Marcus All ain't gonna get it done. But if not for us, uh, honestly, I know it's been mentioned before, but I think he'd be good for the Spurs. I feel like him being a great Popovich type of system, especially because the Marcus Aldridge hasn't been having that great of a season. Like I think they could use a big. Um, 
Jeez, I'm trying to think because who, who, I'm trying to think who else really needs him. Toronto. I mean, they got Chris Boucher up there. Yeah, because Chris Boucher's been having a decent season. They still have Siakam. He's not really a true big. Aaron Baines, they have him. Aaron Baines. Yeah, Aaron Baines is solid. Uh, I don't know. I'm worried about Boogie. He's more of like. Mm, well, Mitchell Robinson's I mean, like, hurt. I mean, I mean, yeah, Mitchell Robinson hurt, but I like Mitchell Robinson. Julius Randle's been playing solid. I mean, he's, a, he's an all star, so I mean, he's been solid in that kind of. He's been playing that small ball five role really well, so I mean. It's weird. Like I, I respect Boogie's game. It's not really a specific place. I'd say like, oh yeah, that's where Boogie needs to go. But I just want him to find a spot and just be able to be there consistently. Like he just deserves that. I, I really like the guy. He seems like a good dude. He's playing his game. He's somebody I've been watching my entire life. Basically watching basketball. Literally, he was one of the first players I ever watched when I started watching basketball. So I just want him to find a spot. Yeah, me too. Cause it's it's sad to see, you. and it, it happens. It's not the first time we see a player like this who suffers a, like a major injury, and it kind of like changes the course of their career. It happens throughout basketball. Um, so you know, we may we might be seeing it with Demarcus, but hopefully not. You know, we wish him the best. We wish that you know he's able to find a team and continue on his career. You know, and maybe get back to not the same place he was at, to but to a better place. Uh, I mean, a consistent rotation player for a, for a team and being able to get a long-term contract. I would love that. I'm tired of him getting, like, some one-year bet minutes. Like, I need my man to get at least, like, a three-year, like, 30 mil. I want him to get back to that place. Yeah, that could be good. All right, Bucky boy. Let's do something that you want to do. You talked about this last week on the show. This is just for you. Now, we didn't do this in time to where we could pick our straight uh, uh, all-stars on our own. But we have the list. So today we're going to do a fun game on Trade Ball today, guys. Uh, this is the first time we ever did this. But today we are going to draft our own all-star teams. I will take the, the spot of Kevin Durant and George here will be LeBron James. Basically, LeBron we'll be James. the captains. So yeah. got you a piece of paper so you can write it down. I'm going to give me a piece down real quick. Uh, yes, sir. I can grab one of them bad things right there. Yes, sir. Captain of the winning team. I'm going to be King James for a day. Enjoy while last. All right. Oh, you froze on me. I can't even see you. Can you see me? So I get first pick, right? Let's do. I do. Let's do a coin flip. Man, coin flip, no. The person with the most votes gets gets the first pick. All right, all right, all right. You get. Come on, we gonna do this right. Now, now, hold on. I will ask you. Do you want to get into the? Well, let's let's okay. Let's let's name these people off first before before we get into it. So the starters for what we have, y'all, as you all should know, LeBron James and Kevin Durant, of course, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Giannis, Joel. Those are in the East, uh, besides LeBron. LeBron's in the West with Steph Curry, Luka, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and Nikolai Jokic. So, that's the starters. For reserves, we have in the West, we got Chris Paul, Paul George, Dame Lillard, who many, including myself, thought he should be a starter. But Luka is actually playing. Agreed. Luka's actually playing a little bit better, so he might, he might you know, keep his position. Uh, Donovan, Mitchell, Louisville guy, Rudy Gobert, another jazz guy, uh, Zion Williamson, 
who I thought who I figured was gonna be an all-star game this year, but George didn't. Anthony Davis, which I don't know. Is he is he will he be back in time? Mm, Like a fan, you don't know. I mean, hey, I don't know what he's doing. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. I ain't rushing him. Do what you want, King. He don't even want to be there anyway. He don't want to play, so I ain't worried. I ain't worried about it. We worry about the game at the end of the year with the Larry OP. Anyways, uh, James Harden on the East, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, first time All Star, Zach Levine, another first time All Star, Ben Simmons. Average man Joe over here, but he's actually playing very good defensively. And Nikolai Vucevic, been Young. the most underrated center in the league. So, with that being said, do you want to talk about snubs real quick, or you want to go straight into the draft? Uh, we can talk about snubs real quick. We can start okay. with snubs. Um, so, the biggest snub, and I, I, I think with AD being out, if he's out during his time, I think, I think Devin Booker. That's obviously that's the first one me you think of. You know, Devin Booker, who's on the Phoenix Suns team with Chris Paul, uh, averaging more points, 24.7 points with four assists and about four rebounds. Um, he's a, he got snubbed Definitely. last year, but was able to get into it due to an injury. I forgot who got injured that was able to put him in there. But Devin Booker's always one of those guys who gets snubs in the all-star team. And you would think with James Harden going to the East, it would make it easier for him. But obviously, you know, he wasn't able to make it this year. He got taken away by his own teammate, Chris Paul. <laughs> Dang, I think it'd be awkward in the locker room. It's going to be real awkward. <laughs> so, we, me and you both agree on that, you say? Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. Come on. It ain't nothing even worth arguing about. Like, even the whole league, even LeBron tweeted about it. Like, come on, y'all Chris Paul disrespecting my man came out about it. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, disrespecting D-Book. Like, come on now. Y'all tripping. Because as as you, if you don't know, guys, uh, the reserves is actually picked by the coaches. So, and um, I think, yeah, it's by the coaches they are picked. So, that's that, that's what man, dirty. That uh, DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I have not been paying attention to the Spurs this year. You know, just, I, I, I haven't seen a game of them on TV. Uh, last year we saw they broke the streak of making the playoffs. They didn't make it last year, but for some reason this year they're actually in playoff contention, sitting comfortably. Uh, and Demar Derozan is the leader on that team with nineteen point eight points per game. What was that? I'm trying six about seven assists and five rebounds a game. You was actually the guy who brought that up to me. So what, what do you think about Demar Derozan? Well, I think the Spurs have been a surprising team. I wasn't expecting them to even be in playoff contention, not even like the playoff playing tournament contention. They didn't really add anybody much. They've been pretty quiet. And, I mean, DeMar DeRozan and Marcus Aldridge, when you're looking at a star duo, that's not the one that pops out to you first. And Marcus Aldridge hasn't even really been playing good. But somehow Spurs, I think they're the sixth seed right now. So I think you got to give him some credit for that. And plus, I also just like DeMar DeRozan. Like, he was loyal to Toronto. I thought he got done dirty, especially – the fact that you getting traded ended up being the the catalyst to the team you were super loyal to winning without you. And also he's talked about, you know, like battling mental health and stuff like that since that trade. And I just really like the guy and I want him to get something that I feel like he deserved, which is an all-star spot. I can see why he didn't. I mean, there were so many other people, especially young players who hadn't been in the game as much or ever that could have been before him. And even if, like you said, AD is injured and he can't play, it'll probably be Devin Booker or some of these other people going to talk about before him. So it would have been nice, but I'm not going to lose any sleep about him not getting picked either. All righty. Uh, another guy that's kind of got snubbed. You, you, when, when you were talking about this uh, yesterday, you brought him up. You actually want him to be over Zion. De'Aaron Fox in Sacramento, yes. who's averaging yes. 22 points, seven assists uh, right now, just coming with just three rebounds himself. 
what you got to say, make the case for De'Aaron Fox? He's just been steadily improving every year since his rookie year. His three-point shot's getting better. His decision-making's been better. He's just been fun to watch. Like, he he pretty much plays, like, a more under-control Westbrook. And I just like his energy, honestly. So, I just really like De'Aaron Fox. I can see why he didn't get into the Kings. haven't really been that good on paper. Zion's numbers are better. And then also makes the all-star game. So who wouldn't want to see Zion in that kind of a, of an event? Um, and obviously, even if AD's hurt, it'll still probably be Devin Booker. But I just like De'Aaron. And, I, and also, I like to reward guys who've never been an all-star before. Like, I feel like an all-star <laughs> selection is such an important nod for somebody's career, their life and their career legacy, that anytime that you have a opportunity to put a guy in there who hasn't yet versus what is that? Oh, that's my roommate's that's my roommate's computer. Chew, get your computer. <laughs> oh, my bad. Apologize. But I was like, I like rewarding, I like rewarding young guys. I was like rewarding young guys. Oh, so does that mean you replace guys who deservedly deserve the all-star, even though they've been there, they've been going there every single year? Is that what you're saying? Well, see, no, 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 I'm see now there are perennial guys who I feel like deserve a spot off of the clout a little bit. Like you were talking about Anthony Davis, which to me is blasphemous. Like even if you just look at his numbers now compared to the field, not compared to him, compared to the field, he's definitively an all-star. So we don't even have to really talk about that. But still, when it's like a player like Chris Paul, I feel like, man, Chris Paul's been there. He's done that. Like at this point in his career, he don't even care about all-star games. His legacy is cemented beyond what an all-star game can do for him. At this point, like let Devin Booker have that. Let somebody else have that. I mean, even Chris Paul saying they should have gave it to Book. So I don't think Chris Paul would have lost any sleep about not being an all-star. So if you can reward young guys, reward young guys. Those all-star games mean a lot for them. And they also are part of their contract negotiations too. So to me, we're not even just talking about some like glamorous luxury thing to throw on a resume just for fucks and giggles. Like these are things that actually impact your money. So give it to the young guys if you can. So speaking of a young guy, he was actually on the All-Star team last year, but didn't make it this year. Brandon Ingram, uh, where his Pelicans team. I ain't worried about it. Of course you ain't. You you upset that he got away and y'all kept Cal Kuzma. That's We want a ring. What are you talking about? I ain't losing no sleep about that. We hey, good over here. We good over here. Then, then why you ain't? We why good over mad? here. Why you ain't worried about it? I don't it? know. If you look at my reflection in that Larry OB, you see none but smiles on my side. I'm good. Anyway, 150 BI this season is averaging more points than he did last year with 24 points and more assists with five assists. Uh, like I said, I mean, he was talking that game against the Celtics on Sunday. He, him and Zion was the main reason they came back. But it's understandable why, you know, he didn't make the offensive team when we look at this list. Uh, Trey Young, who's actually a starter last year with one of the worst records in the league, didn't even make it this year. You know, Had a better record, better numbers. Oh, yeah, we're just not going to put him in there. Okay. Whoa, okay. I, now, now, I, will, I will say that now it is a fan vote to get a starter. Now, that's on that's on us. The fans who didn't want to vote him in. So that's on us. I mean, he, he ain't averaging as much points, but he's averaging more assists this year. So he's averaging 27 points with 9.5 assists this year. Close about close to 10. Uh Bam and Abayo in Miami. He ain't averaging as many rebounds as he did last year, uh during the time when he was an all-star. He was all-star, like I said, last year. And the Heat has been suffering. You know, they actually been doing better since Jimmy Butler came back. Uh, but he's averaging about 20 points, close to 10 uh, rebounds, and around six assists this year. Uh, another guy who I actually thought they were going to give it to him because they gave it to him the past two seasons. Uh, who actually, he's having a career high year. 
Chris Middleton, yeah. uh, who's averaging around 21 points, you know, six rebounds, six assists, career best, 51% from the field. He ain't one of the bigs either. He's actually shooting the ball. And a career mm-hmm. best from three-point line with 43%. And just about 90% from the free throw line. So he's, you might you won't have a 50-40 guy on your hands right here. Milwaukee always got these 50-40-90 guys. The last guy got 50-40-90 was actually Malcolm Brogdon when he was in Milwaukee, too. It's something, it's something right. about that. Wasn't so, Chris Middleton 50-40-90 last year, though? Was he 50-49 last year? He might have, see. I thought he was. I thought he was. He might not have been. He was close. I don't think so. Actually, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I have to go back and look. I'm not 100% sure, but, I mean, it couldn't have been him this year. The Bucs, really, the only reason he got in all these other years is because his record was so – the Bucks' record was so high. You had to give two guys. Like, that's why Rudy Gobert is in there. Rudy Gobert is in there because his team is the best in the West. Would you so, say that's why Ben Simmons is in there, too? <laughs> Definitely, because it should have been Trey Young. That don't make no sense to me. I'm sorry, but Ben Simmons is having the worst year of his career, rookie season included. The worst year of his career. He should not have been an All Star over Trey. Really, you think it's no the worst sense. year? He's at, like, look at the numbers, bro. He's averaging the least amount of. Points. Oh, we go. We basing it all on numbers. Is it we basing it all off of now? <laughs> all stars, yes. All star is about numbers. Is it we basing it all off numbers now? <laughs> All, the All Star All Star game, De- definitively. Bradley Beal. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, just talking about career wise. You saying this is the worst career you ever, like worst year he's ever had. Defensively, yeah, he's, he's defensive player of the it year is. candidate. We're talking about okay, okay, but you were talking about Anthony Davis not being an All Star, but he's putting up 22 and nine on the third best team in the West. And Ben Simmons is putting up put, what 12? Hey, Davis putting up barely 20. Quit lying. Yeah, it's a 19. He is not averaging 19 points. We definitely check the stats. Do not do that. You I'll put, screenshot right now, and you want to so you want to put up a bet, bro? How much, how much you want to put on it? I put fifty. I heard I put fifty on it. Fifty on it. I put one fifty on, 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 on it. He's averaging more than twenty. You over one fifty on it? I'm telling you, he's averaging nineteen. Don't look, no, no. Put out how much you want to put on it. No, let's stop looking before you look it up. I'm put twenty. Put twenty on it. 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 Nah. See, look at this man. Look at this guy. Is y'all host? Is y'all fearless leader? Hey, bud. I cut, no. this, I cut this podcast off right now. I know the I, ringers got something on. No, bro. <laughs> no. Ain't no way. No, you just Last time me. we checked, he was averaging 19 points, bro. Bro, we literally <laughs> checked yesterday. We literally had the same argument yesterday. And I proved you wrong then. You thought 24 We ain't hours arguing ago. about this yesterday. Quit lying. <laughs> Bro, just go on. Let's get to the point. Right, you just talking crazy. You just talking crazy, bro. All right. I want to pick my team now. Gordon Hayward. We got two more people. Gordon Hayward, who's playing for the Hornets right now, averaging 22 points, five rebounds, and four assists. You know, he's the best guy on that team with LaMelo Ball. They've been shining. Uh, and then, lastly but not least, my guy from uh, Pacers. The Montes Bonus, who's having a who's having a good year. He was all star last year. He's having twenty two points, twelve rebounds, and about six assists. That's, those are Julius Randle numbers. So I don't know what the problem is. Right? That's that's a real snub. That is a real oh, no, snub. No, no, that's a genuine snub. That's like, a genuine snub. Got, the same numbers as Julius Randle on a better team. Now, now, now I'm getting outraged. That is now I'm kind of mad. Now I just thought about it because at first I really didn't put two or two together, but now I'm thinking about Julius Randle's number, huh? Yeah, he don't sell no, he don't sell no tickets, bro. He ain't in New York. He's in Indiana. Ain't nobody care about them hickory dickory docks. I, 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 I can't. I ain't gonna say that's on me because the the coach you picked the reserves. So nah, that's the coach's fault. Exactly. All right then. Hey, look, what can you do? 
Yeah, that's a real snub right there. Sabonis the real snub. Let's get to picking, man. All right. Who you picking? Uh, go ahead and give me, man, for a game like this, it, uh, mm, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go Kawhi Leonard. Big Y? Big Y. <sighs> All righty. You know, last year's MVP, I think that's a solid pick. Can play a little bit of D, give you a little bit of O in those crunch moments in the fourth quarter. They're playing – I don't know if they're still doing the same format as last year. I hope they do because it made it really interesting at the end of the game. But I th- I'll, I'll go Big Y. You going Big Y? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Understandable. Hold on. Let me get it to right here so you can actually see me. All right. So, you got Kawhi. All right. Me, I'm going to go ahead – and get for my first pick since you got Kawhi. Mm. And I'm Kevin Durant. You are speaking. Mm. Give me Giannis. Okay, that's a fair pick. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Joel. Okay. You got Joel? Okay. I'm going to get my guy, Steph. Damn. Mm, 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 mm. That was exactly who I was coming for. I know you uh, I thought you'd give him the second Man, game. Man, I was thinking about that, but Joel's been putting up some monster numbers, and he's shooting 40% from three, so my man's big, and he can stretch. That's a nasty spot, a five-out lineup right there, because Giannis ain't going to do that. Uh, man, man, man. Uh, you tell what? Let me get Donnie Donkic. Don, Don Donkic. Okay, you got Luca. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get. Hmm. Damn, hold on. <laughs> You looking you looking real small right now, guy. <laughs> Am I? I small got Yon, I got Giannis and Kevin Durant. It looks is that small hey. team? Shit, I mean, hey, we pushing that, six is, nine and above. Is that we small pushing team? six nine. We put pushing six eight and above over here. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and get Brad Beal. Okay, that's solid. That's solid. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and re- reunite these people. Apparently, it's four enemies now. The way they talking about each other. But go ahead and give me Barry. All right, Kyrie. All right, and I'm going to get Jokic because I knew you weren't going to get him. Yeah, you would have been <laughs> – could have ran him at point. You would have been up. <laughs> All right, we got run, y'all. All righty, so we got the squats. We got Kawhi. You, 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 LeBron, you got LeBron, Kawhi, Joel, Luka, and Kyrie. I got KD, Giannis, Steph, Brad, Brad Beal, and Jokic. Now let's get to reserves. Since you had the first pick, I get the first pick of the reserves. Okay. Excuse me. You don't need it. I'm going to go ahead and get Jimmy James Harden. Jimmy James Harden. Wait a minute, James Harden? Hold on. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why for a second. I, I, I didn't see James Harden's name on there for a second. I'm tripping. But, uh, okay. Okay. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, let me go ahead and get a uh, man. See, I'm, I'm I'm twisted here, just because we always we we skew towards Larry O'B guys over here. So let me go ahead and get AD. I know you don't get him. It's this is of course. 
course. You know, we we, we stick with our Larry OB guys. We can champions over here. There's a lot of guys over here who ain't got hardware. So I don't know if I can trust them in the trenches. Anyway, let's get the guy who's actually subbed for being a starter, Dame Dollar. Mm. Mm. That's a good pick. Damn, that's a good pick. That's a damn good pick. Ah, oh, man, I should have got – nah, I, I'm sticking with my guy. I, I like who I got. Uh, That's cool. That's cool. At the end of the day, I want a point God. Why take a point king? You can take a point God. Give me Chris Paul. <laughs> okay. Old man Chris. Hey, he keeps getting on his list, don't he? Old man Chris Better with age. at a farm. He like fine wine. All right. Is that who you got? I'm going to go ahead and get – you hate this guy for some reason – PG-13. Damn, Pandemic P. Always oh, wearing his mask. <laughs> he's actually having a good year this year now. He's having a great year. I was actually going to get him if you did. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Let me go ahead and get uh, – Let me get – Let me get uh, Dang, I'm, I'm torn right now. I could get – Yeah, let me get, let me get Jason Tatum. I'm going to get Tatum. Tatum. Okay. Yeah, let me get Tatum. Like that young buck. You got Tatum. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab. Who I want to get now? Let me get Donovan. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. All right. All right. I like that. Uh, Let me go ahead and snag up. See, I got Chris Paul, Tatum, AD. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me snag. You know, because this is an all-star game. We want to get out here and run. We want to not only want to win, but we want to make sure the kids have a good time, get inspired by what we're doing out here. So let me get Zion. Zion. I knew. I knew you said you. Because I think I said, I, let me get Zion. I was like, it's too early. Oh, you know, well, like, like, nah, nah, bro. It's the all-star game. At the end of the day, this game is made for dunkers. All right. You got Zion. All right. SQ. SQ. You the one who wanted him in there, so I guess I, I'm the one who came up big off All of your right. pick. You want to have you want to have fun? Nah, nah. I'm gonna go ahead and get. I guess I get the stifle. Goldberg. Stifle. Oh man, we playing slow basketball, huh? What you gonna throw it to him in the post? <laughs> you know he ain't got no post moves. Oh, you know he's yeah, exactly. You know he's running exactly. for catching lines, doing putbacks. You know that's what he's right, doing. Go ahead. You know Rudy ain't gonna do nothing in this game. Guys like him don't get don't get the ball very much. Uh, that's cool though. You can have him. I mean, he's good for second place. I think. Uh, let's see. You know what? Just because we we big on chemistry over here as well, because we a unit. We work. We run as a team. Go ahead and give me JB. Jalen Brown. Brown. Okay. Give me JB. All right. You got Jalen Brown. I'm going to go ahead and get. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take Julius Brandle. I'm a Knickerbocker. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to run with, because, again, this is a high-flying game. We got to get an entertainment value up. Got to make sure we get these views, make sure the NBA gets that revenue money from the Mad Dollars. Uh, and, you know, I like to provide. Yeah, go ahead and give me Zach. Zach Attack. All right. Yep. Mark Levine, Adam Levine, whatever you want to call him. Zach Attack. All righty. All right, I'm getting Vucevic. 
Okay. So this is my last pick then. Uh, who's left? Hold on. Actually, no. Oh, no, it's left on me. Oh, I got to take, take some Ben. You know, we only want 11 guys. We only want 11 guys. <laughs> Here, We're I'm, not going that deep in our bench. I'll give you a trade. You can have Usovich. I'll take Ben Simmons. Ben would be good in a game like this, though. Fine, I'll take Ben. You got uh, what? You, you see? You see how he works, y'all? I try to give you. Don't even like it. Don't even like his music, man. I tried. I was gonna give you. <laughs> no. I'm gonna give you Boosterfish, man. Nah, nah, that's cool. All right, nah, we'll take what we got. We'll take what we got. He was talking so highly about that man. He went last. You could have picked him up this whole time. And then he won. You no, know, I was. I was trying. Really gave more, him I, was, I was trying to add more shooting to my team. I should have got him because he was the better defender. That's what I really should have got. I wasn't thinking about defense. But hey, okay. So as the team's currently constructed, I have Kevin Durant, Giannis, uh, Jokic as my front court, and I got Stephen Bradbill in the back court. It's nasty. When the bench, I got Dane, James Harden, Paul George, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Julius Randle, and Vucevic. While you have. That's for me. So I got LeBron. Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, and Luka Doncic. Mm, that's tough. Then off the bench, we got AD, Chris Paul, Jason Tatum, Zion, Jalen Brown, Zach. Le- Why did I say? I was about to say a little Ben. I just put that in my head. Zach Levine and Ben Simmons. Okay. Okay. So that's, 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 that's Team LeBron and Foe. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so guys, if y'all want to contribute, have some fun, go ahead and let us know who y'all think gonna have the better team, or you, or you know, we just having some fun. I think it's mine. But that concludes today's show. Today, Bucky Boy, I appreciate you coming on as usual. Of course, I always love to come on here and school you on your own show. It's no biggie. I feel like Joe Clad. I'm calling Cowherd sometimes. You know, that's what we get come out here to do. So appreciate you for having me. Whatever. Uh, y'all have a good day or night or whatever time you're listening to. Peace out, man. Peace.